Have you ever traveled to a country where you don't speak a word of the language? Or even worse, have you ever been somewhere where they don't use the Roman alphabet? So you can't even pick out street signs or point for the word for water, for water on a menu. In those situations, the feeling when you find someone who can understand you and who can point out the right bus or the way to the museum is just overwhelming. At the beginning of five years living in France, I didn't speak the language, and I had a really hard time learning it. And so I'd struggle through a day of never quite understanding what other people were saying and never quite being able to say what I needed to say. And then I'd have dinner with a friend who spoke English, and I'd feel like myself again. We could talk fast, we could understand each other's jokes and make pop culture references. We felt understood, and it was such a relief. It was such a moment of home. First century Jerusalem, the setting of our reading from Acts today, was a polyglot city. The lingua franca of the eastern half of the Roman Empire was a kind of simplified Greek, but only fairly educated Jews would have spoken it. And it wouldn't have been the native tongue of most of the Roman occupiers either. Jews raised in Palestine mostly spoke Aramaic, but as the text from Acts tells us, Jerusalem attracted Jews from all over the world. People had been expelled and exiled from Israel at several points during their history, and so there were all these settled communities of Jews by the first century throughout the eastern Mediterranean. And much like Muslims today hope to make the pilgrimage to Mecca once in their lifetime, most faithful people in the Jewish diaspora at that time would have hoped to travel to Jerusalem at least once for the High Holy Days. And when Jews living abroad fell on hard times, they might move back to Jerusalem even if their family hadn't lived there for generations. That's how there came to be, as our reading says, devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem. That's where that long list of places came from. Those are the places that had large, exiled Jewish communities. And so there are these Jews who had been born abroad that were forced by persecution, famine, poverty to move to Jerusalem. They didn't know the culture. They didn't speak the language. They were immigrants. They were foreigners in a close-knit tribal culture. And so can you imagine what it must have felt like to them to be walking in a busy market and then all of a sudden hear someone speaking your language. They're so far from home, and all of a sudden they hear the language of their childhood, the language of their family. I bet they felt that same wave of relief and comfort that comes from knowing, oh, finally here's someone I can understand. Finally, here's someone who will understand me. It feels so good to hear someone speak your language when you're far from home. The miracle of Pentecost that we celebrate today is that one day in Jerusalem, 2,000 years ago, the Holy Spirit gave the followers of Jesus the ability to preach the gospel in foreign languages. The, gospels, the disciples received the ability to preach to people in the language that they understood best. They were given the ability to speak to them in a way that allowed their hearers to understand all the nuances, to ask questions, to engage. 
They spoke to them in the way that would reach their hearts and remind them of home. That was the miracle. And we call that miracle the birthday of the church because speaking in that kind of tongues is still our call as Christians today. We're called to tell the story of our faith in language that really resonates with the people that we're speaking to, that speaks to their deep longing for home, language that makes them feel at ease and able to talk back and ask questions. I feel as anxious as the next person when we start talking about evangelism, and I'm a priest. But the fact remains that Marin County, outside these doors, is full of people that are carrying heavy burdens. There are people that are lonely. There are people that are worried and afraid and anxious. There are people that are going through painful things, and they need to hear the gospel. And I don't mean that they need to be converted to become perfect Christians who fit in my box of what that looks like. I mean they need to hear that God loves them. And they need to hear it in their language, in a way that makes sense to them. The way I understand it, the story of Pentecost is a promise that the Holy Spirit can help us in that work of translation, can give us the ability to speak to people in their language, to speak to people in a way that gives them that comfort, that sense of coming home. But we have to be willing to listen. We have to be willing not to ask, what do I feel comfortable saying? But instead, what does this person need to hear? What would serve them? So what's your translation of the gospel for Marin? What is the good news that your friends and neighbors need to hear? Is it the good news of radical acceptance? Is it the good news of purpose and meaning in life? Is it the good news of community? Yesterday, a group of people from St. John's went to volunteer training at St. Vincent de Paul, which is a great organization that works with the homeless in Marin. And at the beginning of the training, we all went around the room and introduced ourselves, and we were supposed to say a word about why we were there being trained. And as we went around the room, three-quarters of the people in there said, I'm here because I go to St. John's, and I'm grateful for what I've been given. And I can tell you from looking at the faces of other people in that room, that was language that people understood. Nobody invited anyone to church. Nobody said anything about Jesus. But the people at that orientation left knowing what St. John's is about. Being present and ready to serve others at 10 a.m. on a Saturday was a language that people understood. So what's the gospel for the world around you? What language do you need to speak to be able to communicate good news to them? The good news of God's love, the good news of God's acceptance. Are you willing to open yourself to the Holy Spirit so you can speak that language in love? Because when you're lost and tired, there's nothing in the world as wonderful as meeting someone who can speak the good news to you in your native language and help you find the way home. Amen.